TV, anime, video games, books, Star Trek, Marvel, My Hero, Hook. It don't matter what you into, don't matter what you do, here on Nerd Shit, we got something for you. Welcome to Hypothetically Sound Presents Nerd Shit, where we talk about nerd shit, and we're going to talk about the ultimate nerd shit of the day, and that is The Last Airbender, the Netflix series. Yeah. So we've watched two episodes, so we're going to talk about two episodes here in this episode, uh, and then we'll do two more, and then two more, and two more until we hit the eight, the final episode, which is eight. Uh, so, Alec... Uh, so, before man. we talked a little bit about what our expectations were coming into it in previous podcasts, mm-hmm. but we'll do it real quick here. What were your expectations before we watched the first two episodes? I think my main expectation—I didn't have many. I didn't have many, to be fair. Mm-hmm. With all the news of the changes and stuff, I just kind of went in hoping for the best, mm-hmm. just like in just cinema-wise. So, no uh, expectations. I, yeah, I, I definitely. I like unlike One Piece where I knew nothing about One Piece, so I had zero expectations. Uh there are I think very important part po- plot points in the uh animated version of the show, so um having certain details I was expecting uh but otherwise I was going into it with like an open mind to what they could mm-hmm. possibly do and let them have their creative freedom uh without ruining the show like the movie did uh like in speaking of that because that's obviously people are going to compare it while the movie did like did do a lot of things uh that this anime show uh did in like story wise where they fell apart was the acting names uh and just like their version of bending was mm-hmm. the big thing that people didn't like. And I get, and like, Sean, I was like, I'm pronouncing the names as, uh, as an Asian director, but when the show's source material isn't naming them that way, there was no reason for him to change it. And I think that's what a lot of people had gripe was. It was he changed things that didn't need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I'm hoping is they're not changing things that don't need to be changed just for the sake of doing it because of something they feel instead of this is how the source feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's my expectation for going into the show. So uh, how did you like the way they decided to open the series for Netflix um, compared to the anime show? Um, I think... The intro scene was cool, just kind of showing the the menace of the series, which would mm-hmm. be Fire Nation, right? Um, a lot of the things I'm going to say, just want to preface, it's going to be nitpicky for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and spoiler alerts that. if you're yeah, for the first watching and having watched the first two episodes, spoiler alert. It, it is going to be nitpicky. Uh, like the first thing I, I made a comment while we were watching with like the earth bending, it looked like he was really struggling to make like a little wall. And all that stuff, and it was very dramatic and slow. And mm-hmm. they did like a slow mo type deal, I thought, right away with that Earthbender in the beginning. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I really hope Earthbending isn't this dramatic as a joke. Yeah. And then he, it was just that dramatic. And like, I understand in the series, some people struggle to like lift up like heavy stuff, like boulders and all that stuff. So it's fair. Mm-hmm. 
and it's the only earthbending we've really seen in the series, so I can't yeah. really judge it off of Outside just that. Of the Avatar in the second episode, yeah. Yeah, which, again, is like, oh, that's the Avatar, so hopefully she can pop up fucking walls like it's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But I, yeah, I think the intro sequence was, was neat and cool, like, just to really kind of just forefront what the primary antagonist group is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the intro was kind of weird. Yeah, uh, it was it was it was really long and drawn out of Katara talking about like it's essentially just that when we needed him the most, he vanished. Yeah, but yeah. it was really drawn out in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I mean that's the intro. That's that's pretty much the whole intro, right? Yeah, yeah. I, so I I liked it as a fan of the show and as like so I'm trying to watch the show as someone. Who is a fan, but also keep in the mind as a creative person, someone who, uh, and a content creator, someone who hasn't seen anything on the Avatar. And I think they did a very good job of catering to both sides with the opening scene. Like, mm-hmm. we know, uh, as fans of the show, what happened to the airbenders in the Southern Temple. We know it, we know the history, everything that happens. But someone not watching wouldn't know it, so by showing... Uh, what happened, like you're getting the new audience, plus you're actually giving fans of the show kind of fan service to what actually happened at the temple. Like we have all, like there's a lot of theories and things of what happened in the temple and we got to see some of the brutality that happened at the Mm. temple. Mm. And so I thought that was really cool of them to do. Uh, And then... Uh, sorry, I, w- I went a little farther than the opening scene. Yeah, you, uh, went, you went to the end. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, even the, uh, before that, the actual opening scene uh, with the uh, earth bending versus fire bending, I thought it was really cool. Like showing the bending right away, it's already better than the movie because they're yeah, bending yeah. without. <laughs> uh, you didn't need a candle to yeah. make fire. It was very nice. Uh, my hope is because going to the him struggling, it was only one move. He struggled with. No, it was it was it was like three. Like, he, total, he, but... no, like it's when he put his arm hand into the ground and like twisted. So I'm, I'm hoping that whatever that move he was trying to do is just an advanced move that he didn't have perfected. Because like even when he lifted the wall to block off his friend to run away, like he didn't struggle as much as he did by putting his hand in the ground, twisting, having all these little pebbles pop up and shooting them at people. Like, that move he seemed to struggle with, and, like, he was ripping up the ground and ran and hit people. He, like, took out, like, six firebenders while he was running towards them. So I wonder if, like, there was something special about that move that he just didn't understand or that we don't understand. I don't know. There was, during that whole sequence, like, he popped up, like, or, like, he made, like, earth spikes really fucking, really quick, right? And it just seemed like a very inconsistent, like, decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, him trying to, li- like, was it, or, okay, here, here's how to better word it. At first, I thought it was maybe he was struggling to remove ground from ground, okay? Yeah. Right? And then, like, when it was just, like, pushing earth from, like, from it and not removing the earth from the ground mm-hmm. was easier. But then when he brought up the wall, it was slower, you yeah. know? So it just seems like a very inconsistent pacing of it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's literally the first Earthbender you see. And I'm assuming they, they meet Boomy. I saw the trailers and he's yeah. you know, castless. So like I'm sure 
we'll see something else. But if it's only Boomy we see for some mm-hmm. reason, that's well, also yeah. not a good indicator because Boomy is like in the, at the time the best mm-hmm. Earthbender. Like I could argument. Google this real quick, but I'm pretty sure you know. Do they get arrested in the Earth Kingdom before or after meeting Boomy? So they go to the before. Before, so we're gonna see Earthbenders like yeah. uh, in the internment camp, essentially. Uh, that he, they all fight back eventually. Yeah, I think it was before. Because I also don't know. I didn't see Haru in the cast list, so I don't. I don't know. True. So yeah, maybe they took. I, I see that that would lose me. Like I think that was a very important little mini arc for. Uh, the siblings and the Earth Benders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not having that would devoid your character of uh, Katara and Sakura growing as leaders that they end up being by the end of it. Katara and Sakura from the Hidden Leaf Village. <laughs> That's uh, Sakura. I said, you did say Sakura. <laughs> no, no, I thought bad. I said Sakura. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm curious to see what they decide to do. I saw Jet was in it, so they got that going. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm just basing this off a of cast list. We have only watched two episodes. We gotta see what goes on. Yeah. Um, no, but no, no, I was gonna transition, but I don't know how yeah, to no, transition. Uh, I would like to actually talk about the the primary characters. Okay. Uh, you mentioned like growth and like some arcs you feel like are important to characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the changes? that they kind of made to some of the characters or um, how they're acting or being acted right now? Um, Is there any that stick out more than others? So obviously you, the big one that I took away that I wasn't a huge fan of how his character is being portrayed or acted out uh, right away is Zuko. Uh, Prince Zuko, i not a fan of how emotionally vulnerable he is being portrayed uh, right away. Like, I would understand if, like, around his uncle, uh, he's more so, but I feel like he's being portrayed as, like, this uh, crybaby, almost? He, like, he's he's not very authoritative in his actions. Like, there's points and times when he's like loud and like he seems like he could be that character but he doesn't he's like uh in the second episode when uh he asked the dude not to tell to talk about the avatar it seemed like he was begging and like he doesn't do that in animated show especially this early in the animated show this early he is cutthroat he is angry like he's been doing this for three years he finally sees his path to get home and it's lost. He's not he's not sad about it. He is angry about it. He's gonna do whatever he takes to track it down. He is mm. cutthroat and it just it's not being portrayed in the show. It's being portrayed <laughs> that he's scared. And like and don't get me wrong, he is. Like the character is very nuanced. And that nuance is portrayed throughout the full entire first and second season of the show. And so far, like all we've seen is this kid who like, why was he, like, he has no co- connection to Katara, and he sees her, and, like, he's sad that he has to go through her, when that's not how the case would be. He is determined to get the Avatar, 
he shouldn't have been sad. He should have been a like very should have scared her, and he didn't, and it was weird to me. Yeah, I need the weird confidence Zuko where he's like trying to fight Katara. He's like round three or whatever the hell it was when they mm-hmm. were in the snow. He just gets fucking blasted, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like he is a little whiny, um, and stuff, and like. If we're looking at a realistic portrayal of a teenager, mm-hmm. I guess you can like I guess like yeah, he would be probably more like sad upset versus Yeah. Or sad desperate versus like angry desperate. Mm-hmm. But like also if you look at the time period slash settings, it's it's like a war team. So I feel like it's they just build different, so they just be more angry. Yeah. And like they they use anger as their like release for the trauma they have. And I had. like so I looked him up. So his name is Dallas James Wee. Uh and I was like, maybe he hasn't had many roles before this, and just how he was. But he's had plenty of roles before this. He was in Shang Chi. He was in other movies and shows. He's been acting for a while. Uh so it's not a lack of experience that's doing it. So it's either his choices he made. Or the director's choices he made, which both, to me personally, are wrong. I I just don't, like, I don't see him as a, like you said, he has confidence. He's a very confident person. Mm. He's confident in his skills. He's confident in leading. But he doesn't come across confident in his leading ability. Mm. And like you said, like, even if they were going with some kind of different way, like, he's still a leader of a boat. Like, he is exiled, but he's still a prince. He he, he brings it up all the fucking time that he is the prince. Mm. Uh, and so he has that power, and he uses it. And this version of him, I don't see doing the things that he does later in this season. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason I'm gonna believe he's gonna go and uh, rescue the Avatar. I don't see any kind of confidence or power that would make me believe it's him. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from Zuko because mm-hmm. I feel like that covers a lot of it. To be fair, yeah. ah, just kidding. Um, his scar. I really oh, wish yeah. they went with a prosthetic instead of just like base makeup. And he has an eyebrow, and it's weird. It's weird seeing Zuko with two eyebrows. Um, yeah, like, and like and that again I think comes down that one I think is more laziness by the production team. You there we've seen we're in a world where TikTok, YouTube, all these places exist and people get to show their skills off. And there's TV shows about movie and TV show prosthetics and makeup. So we know some of the amazing people out in this world that can do it and it is their job to replicate it over and over again. So if they're Fear that they could they made up this cool thing they couldn't replicate. No, that's their job is to do it over and over again. So do something cool. And like you said, yeah. it just seems like they put on some up. Oh, he has a birthmark. Like that's what yeah, it looks that, like. It looks like it a does birthmark. look like a birthmark. Yeah. Remind, uh, we actually knew a kid in in elementary school that had one. Mm-hmm. He rode our bus. Um, like but, they looked at Summer Ray was like, oh, she has a cool one on her uh, hand. I guess we can put it on his face and it'll be the same thing. Yeah. It, it just doesn't look. I don't know. I, I I just wish it looked better. I mean, yeah. I, I can't really hard complain. It's just like again, nitpick. It's just 
I yeah, wish that's just they, one of those they went for it. Yeah. Yeah, like go like you said, go for it. You're Netflix, you have the money, mm-hmm. like you want this to be successful because if this is successful, you're gonna get other uh franchises that's gonna allow you to do their thing, especially in the anime field. And like, cause no one else is doing it. So you have One Piece. Now you have Avatar. If they're successful, you'll get the Naruto's. You'll get the uh, My Heroes. You'll get the Sword Art Online. You'll get all these places that would want their stuff to be live action because they believe you can do it. And I just think at this point, you take those, you don't take these opportunities lightly. And Netflix seems to be doing that at some points. Um, another decently big change I feel like they made was Aang's mm-hmm. personality. Uh, and it starts super early. Like you kind of see him being a kid, and then he finds out that he's the Avatar, and um, he leaves the temple for a completely different reason mm-hmm. than he does in the in the cartoon series. Uh, he leaves. He leaves it essentially to get a breather and to think on. Like I'm the avatar. Like I have this responsibility now. I was just told that I have this responsibility. You know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Instead of him trying to run away from his problems, and they kind of focused really hard on, um, bringing forth that part of his personality where he accepts he's the avatar and he accepts he has these responsibilities and tries to figure it out versus having him grow into it from being like still a 12 year old who is trying to run away from that responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying that, to like mm-hmm. maintain that childhood innocence that he had before he ran away and got stuck in the iceberg. That's my biggest thing. Like I like the actor who's playing him. I like, I like Aang. I do. But like you said, he's not childish enough. Uh, and I get they said like they were going uh, like a slightly different direction with him, and they were going to cut some of the childish. But like you said, he is already accepting he's the Avatar when like we go like almost the entire season without him accepting it. Mm-hmm. Like he he forcefully runs from it. He does kitty things. He he gets yelled at all the time. Like it it, it just like maybe they're saving it for when he burns. Uh, Katara later on? I don't know. It, it just... It, it, it Like you said, it's weird how accepting he is of it now. It's not like his fear in the second episode when he's talking to Kyosha is, isn't hey, I'm... I don't want to be the Avatar because I'm young. It's what if I don't change or anything or if I make it worse by being an Avatar. Like, just Avatar in general. Mm-hmm. And instead of I want to live my life, I'm a kid that he does in the show. Also, I do think it's really funny. He summons her at the shrine, and he's like, he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And she's like, figure it the fuck out then. <laughs> yeah, and just starts fucking going at him like this is a 12 year old boy mm-hmm. who's no- not known war. This is another thing. He accepts this really well mm-hmm. for not ever knowing war like he was gone before war even technically broke out like Mm -hmm. he missed the whole genocide of his people it it was it was just weird how accepting he is of this you know yeah of this new reality of his i feel like it's there's no culture shock in it that's like my Mm -hmm. only gripe honestly um Mm -hmm. otherwise like like you said i like ang how he's portrayed so far i don't know i still have six episodes i'll tell you if it gets annoying or not (laughs) uh to me, but like I like how he is right now. I think he's good. I like the actor. The actor's good. 
Like mm-hmm. he's he's a good kid. Like he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much to say about the Water Tribe siblings, Katara and Sokka. They seem super bland. Like they're just there to me. Yeah, yeah even though the right whole now. second episode was him falling in love with uh, Suki, mm-hmm. it just seems super almost forced and bland. Honestly, yeah, he, he's they they both come off very middle of the road there's no highs there's no lows for either of them yet which isn't the case they both have like emotional highs and emotional lows Mm. and like so far his uh emotional high is like you said falling in love with uh this girl instantly because 48 hours by the way like it's been 48 hours and he fucking like uh, props Mm -hmm. to him honestly it's the first girl he's ever met that wasn't like in his tribe and that's his high and his high is still like emotional love him and then you have his sister who her emotional high so far is oh i bended water yeah like oh i did this like even when she's about to die or she thinks she's about to die she sees her mom which was really graphic by the way being lit up uh to flames she still had no real overly expressive emotion on her face or like she's just just like this don't hurt me i'm sorry with the same like look she's had most of the episodes by the way what what in the world is this fire made on every five minutes someone is covered in gasoline apparently because (laughs) god damn what are these clothes made out of they just their fire bending is that powerful apparently like god gee willikers brother it, it has been a lot. They're like trying to make you understand that the firebenders are no joke. We're it's like this is everybody fire, on fire. Fire is hot, guys. <laughs> this is how hot it is. It's dangerous. Um, but yeah, the the, the, the siblings have been kind of again. It's only two episodes in, so it, that mm-hmm. obviously, hopefully, will change in the next four. Um, I don't like Sokka's face. Like, I just don't. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just a personal preference. I do have one again nitpicky gripe, but he pulls out his boomerang and tells Suki he made it himself. But in the in the cartoon, it was like a harem, like his dad gave it to him before he left, mm-hmm. and that made made it like super important of why he always kept it on him and brought it with him and used it and stuff because it was like his dad's memento. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and so it, it, it's weird that they decided to like nix that part. Yeah, and I feel like that's also, I guess maybe it contributes to like the quote unquote sexism that they wanted to take out of Sokka. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's whatever. Again, it's it's a boomerang. So who I I was really excited uh, when I saw casting for uh, Paul Sung Hoo Lee to play Uncle Iroh. I, I love him as an actor in the roles I've seen him in. Like, just he's a character actor. He does side roles mostly. And I love him in everything I see him in. So far, I, Uncle Iroh's missing for me. Like, it's not even, I don't know if it's acting. Maybe they, like maybe it's just not enough screen time yet. I just, I don't have the same feeling as I had in a TV series for him. And, like, we obviously know there is a lot to happen with him still. In the future, more character development in the future. Just right now, it seems like he's just there. And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of the characters. They're just there. Mm -hmm. There's no stakes at the moment, I guess. And that can be partly because of 
uh, them removing the comet being a driving factor so far. Uh, like there is no rush for them to do anything other than to get to the North Temple because at some point something's going to happen. Mm. Uh, so that's they're dri- driving first and force now, and there's no hurry for any of them to learn anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the pacing is something that we've seen because uh, people are putting out their takes on the show already. There's a lot of takes out there. I'm not going to say bad or good takes. Uh, but one of the common themes I've been seeing, Alec, is pacing. Yeah. How did you feel about the pacing? Um. It, so it's funny because I felt like it was paced slightly quickly. Not like super fast, right? Mm-hmm. But it feels like uh, there's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're two hours in of eight hours worth of content. Yeah. Give or take. And it's like, dang. I feel like this is going kind of fast, but then you remember that like Kiyoshi Island on the cartoon is literally the fourth episode, mm-hmm. which correlates to almost the exact same time frame yeah. as the two episodes, right? Two hours mm-hmm. worth of content. Uh, even though they spend way more time on it on episode two, it still just feels kind of weird that it starts episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like maybe people are just used to seeing that title card in, in the end cards in between yeah. the episodes that make it like makes, solution yeah, yeah, of time right. has passed for these episodes, unless it uh, obviously just like previously on the avatar and it starts right where it ends. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, it gives you the illusion of time. And I think that's why a lot of people think it's probably going a little fast. Mm-hmm. You don't really get that as much yeah. with our long and they're putting so much into it. You know that. Mm-hmm. I'm always. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say yeah. It just put so much into it that it just makes you feel like it's going a little bit faster. And it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard too. Like you don't have the 30 minute episodes. You have eight episodes that are one hour. You got to try to pack in mm-hmm. a lot of info. And this has been my take on adaptions uh, forever. Book adaptions, TV show to movie adaptions, whatever to whatever adaptions. I always feel, especially when it's like, so if it's a movie to TV show or book to TV show, I always have had this mind frame that TV shows have more time than movie, uh, book to movie adaptions. Uh, it's always feel like there shouldn't be a rush in your storytelling. Mm-hmm. You have eight episodes. No one's saying you need to do the entire first season in eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, in the arbitrary eight episodes, like you could do 12, you could do 16. Uh, it's the same hope I have for Harry Potter. There is a lot of content in the show, plus what you're going to be adding yourself to enhance the story. Take the time in these episodes to tell the full breadth of the story. Uh, Especially like, if you're not worried about time limit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, and I get with kids, it's a lot harder uh, to like uh, worry about aging, so like Stranger Things, but if you're making the story so they can age, once they hit that 18, that is the age they're gonna look. Like, let, let's not forget we've had 30-year-olds playing high school students. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in Glee, the main character Finn was a 29-year-old man at the time, playing a 17-year-old. 
So obviously it's not something we're worried about in the acting sphere. So once they hit 18, like that's what they're going to look like. And so if you're giving yourself these times to like have a time frame move on, uh, especially with the airbender, it's possible. Like it's possible to do it in Avatar where they stop somewhere and they've been held captive. So if they did went to the uh, earthbender, they can be held captive there longer than the anime had them be there. Mm. Like no one's saying they they break out two days in. They can be there for five six months mm. uh, and change, and that can be part of your story of telling. Uh, so I'm just hope like I hope in the future they slow down and they don't just throw stuff in there and or take stuff out because they're like oh I'm worried about time. And just slow down and like at least that's my take is just put there's a lot of information that you can tell really good stories. If you just take the time to do it, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't know. Uh, pacing's pacing. It's I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's ever going to be happy. People are going to no, be yeah. too slow or too fast, uh, especially when you have a source material that went on for years and years. Like mm-hmm. it's tough, uh, especially when it's an IP like Avatar, where people just love it. Yeah. Um. So besides that, some really good things is I think the CG is way better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Minus the airbending CG, it's a little off to me, but like everything else, there's really there's good. been cool like uh, so in the temple uh, when his master is fighting. Uh, I can't remember the main generals, mm-hmm. the father, uh, Iroh's dad, uh, yeah. when they're fighting. Uh, the close-up of the air coming out of his palm was really cool. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but like they show his palm and the fire as the air is coming out, so it shows you that they're making this element. And so I thought that was really cool. Uh, but in the vice, the other part of it, Aang flying, that that flying or float. I hope it's not flying, but yeah, like floating. His- his down fly float gliding or whatever without his whatever that yeah that was weird mm-hmm. it could, for like it, it showed like if he gets high enough he doesn't need it uh mm-hmm. it's what like what they showed but he uses it constantly and i i get he's using it to go farther or more maneuverability uh but yeah like you say it was just a little weird um but i thought the cg on all the fire has been fantastic mm-hmm. uh CG on the water bending looks great. On earth bending so far looks really cool. Uh, I did see people complaining about it, but I don't know what I don't know what they want. I don't know what people want. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not sure either. Again, I think it's good. Most of the bending CG is good. Um, Appa looks decent. Yeah, I thought he looked. Uh, great. Momo looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's obviously a size difference. Like you, you can't get a fucking. Giant water bison or air bison, water bison, air <laughs> bison in the you know in the in a show looking super yeah. real. You can definitely get a little lemur monkey thing looking fantastic, mm-hmm. right? A lemur yeah. flying squirrel thing. I don't know. I think they look good. Uh, they're very cute. Uh, I'm not commenting on the dialogue yet because a lot of it has been awkward to me. But again, two episodes in, mm-hmm. a lot of them are in awkward situations. So like. Maybe it'll change, you know. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more hard hitting dialogue to come. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it's like it's not great to me. 
but it's not bad. It is like a solid six, six and a half to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go at, at the current first two episodes about six and a half, seven. Uh, I think, like I said earlier when we were talking, if I didn't know anything about the show, I would be at about seven and a half, eight. Uh, I think it's cool, just like I with One Piece. I thought they did some cool stuff. There's obviously some stuff where you're like, eh. But as an overall uh, show, yeah, it's entertaining. It <laughs> It's cool, cinematic. Uh, people who are fans are obviously going to nitpick the whole thing, but I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I, it's been, I wasn't, it was watchable. Like, <laughs> I, it's been watchable. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. there's other adaptations that I, uh, that aren't watchable. Yes. Like, Death Note, pretty much, or most anime adaptations. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and we'll see where it goes. There's a lot of stuff that. Let me, that let me just change. say this: I'd rather watch that two hours again than the goddamn M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie. All right, that's right. all I'm gonna say. Like that's already an improvement in my eyes, and I think that makes it worth watching. Through. Well, honestly, the uh, scene with Avatar Kiyoshi alone is better than everything they did in. The movie. Yeah, I actually really liked all the Kyoshi Warriors. Uh, mm-hmm. They, I feel like they acted well. I feel like again, Suki had more character in her in that one episode than the two episodes that Sokka and Katara. That, had. that is, she's been. I love her. Her and uh, the the uh, commander that invades the village. Mm-hmm. Those have been the most like emotional or lively characters in the series so far. Yeah. 100%. And they've both been in it for the least amount of time. <laughs> for sure. Uh, like, even the grandma in the Water Village was very, uh, just there. Like, everybody's just been there so far. No one's been outstanding or standing out, except for the two that we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed all the Warriors. I think uh, the lady who played Kiyoshi herself was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really intense, like you you, you expect her to be. Um, the whole sequence was kind of funny, though. I'm not going to lie. They had her blast off like fucking rocket ship <laughs> for some reason. I was kind of wild. It was kind of wild. I'm not going to lie. But otherwise, like, yeah. You know, again, it's watchable. It's not great, but it's not bad. Um, it's not as bad as I've seen people say it is, and it's not as good as I've seen people say it is as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I'm a little higher on it than you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody has everybody has their own take. Like you love it, you hate it, cool. Just don't like people who are out there making content and then oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen to get views and clicks, and then the people. Comment are like, yeah, right. I'm never gonna watch it now. No, go watch it yourself. Like, it doesn't Make matter what we are saying. Go watch it. Like, I like the Marvels. Not a lot of people like the Marvels. And if you it went by reviews, it should never have been made. I enjoyed it. Uh, so just <laughs> you haven't even seen it. No, yeah, yeah, it's seen reason. It. I swear, I watched everybody with else. No, I, I think I watched I it by myself. You watched someone by yourself? Was it the yeah. Eternals I watched with you? Yeah. Yeah, Eternals was boring as fuck. Bro. Yeah, Eternals wasn't very good. Uh- <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the Marvels because it looked, it looked kind of trashy. I didn't watch it, not because people said it. It just didn't look good. Just like I ain't, I ain't watch, uh, or I didn't want to watch the fucking Thor either, Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch that shit either. That shit, that shit looked bunk too. 
<laughs> and guess what? It wasn't very good. It was, it was like a remnant of a pass. It was fucking. Mm-hmm. It was like they was trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice, and they just couldn't do it. And I kind of regret watching it. <laughs> you know, you know what happened the last time I listened to uh, people were like you should watch it and give it a chance. <laughs> the second Thor came out. <laughs> The one with the fucking like evil dark yeah. elves and shit. I don't even remember what the fuck it was called. Uh, dark World. Yeah, Dark World was fucking awful, bro. <laughs> that shit was bad as fuck. <laughs> Honestly, if anyone ever says they like that shit, ain't trusting them. Ain't trusting them. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my life. Well, that's the first two episodes. Our take on the character so far. What we like. What we didn't like. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back with episode three and four probably in the next day or two, and then five and six, and then seven and eight, and then uh, we wait a year and a half for the next season. Or we don't because it's fucking ass and no one likes it and they don't get renewed. But we don't know yet because we haven't seen it. So there's that chance too. We'll find out very quickly. Probably one of these episodes we'll be saying, oh, it's not renewed or it's renewed. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you. Comment on what you guys liked, didn't like. Let us know what you thought of the series so far. If you watch the whole thing, go ahead. I probably won't comment back right away because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, um, and if you agree with something or you disagree, you want to debate your point, not argue. Please be nice to me. Yeah, be nice to or him. Something. Shut up, or I beat you up. Yeah, big brother style. Okay, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, Alec, do you have any shoutouts? No, not this, not this time. Shout out Just you. kidding! Oh, wait, oh. you wanted to do it? Nope. Go ahead. Nope. No, 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 you gotta finish. Nah, you, you, said, you said just kidding, dog. No, you gotta That's finish. Thing. I couldn't let it go, but it's your thing. Yeah, bruh. Shout out to all the people out there who who align themselves with earthbenders, just like me, because I am an earthbender at heart. Oh, wait, that shit's dog shit in this series, bruh. I'm done watching. <laughs> like, if they do boomy dirty, I'm done. They can't heard that boom. here. Boom if he doesn't know how to do his boom boom well. That's weird. Why would you say that? Why what? would you say that? What, boom boom? Yeah, it's fucking weird, bro. You're weird. Why you always make it weird at the end of these things, man? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, it's super awkward. Guys. <laughs> it's always awkward. You always make it awkward, man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.